0: Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Wait. You haven't seen that?
1: Past Potential Picks. Hello and
0: welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks, aka Past Potential Picks. Today is very exciting and a fun one. We go on our Past Potential Picks and Chris or I, one of us has not watched a film or series of films or had, you know, seen a show. So the other one challenges that person to watch it and we kind of go back and revisit a blast from the past. This one I'm very excited about. It's a favorite uh, duo films of a great comedy sequel, Father of the Bride Part 1 and Part 2, or Father of the Bride as it was dubbed originally, and then Father of the Bride Part 2. These uh, films were 1991 and 1995 starring Steve Martin and Diane Keaton and Martin Short. But uh, yeah, Chris had said, hey, you know what, Tilly? I haven't watched these. And I was thrown away that you had not watched them at this point. Um, at least in their entirety. They've been on TV a lot, and it's something that my mom, one of the films that my mom and my dad got me into at a young age, but I was excited for you to get into this and talk about these films because they are definitely a treasure. So uh, there will be some spoilers. Films been out for a while, uh, well over (laughs) 30 years. Uh, So if you've not watched them, stop listening to this and go back, uh, and you can check them out yourself. But Chris, uh, let's talk about these films. I'm pretty excited to hear your thoughts.
1: Well, yeah, these are two films that I've always known about. I'd seen, I think, clips of You know, I'd heard Martin Short's Franck and I'd seen a few things. And obviously I definitely knew the scene with uh, Diane Keaton, the daughter, when they're both pregnant and they kind of turn their bellies to the camera. But I never seen them. And my fiance has very fond memories and nostalgia for these films. Um, She watched them quite a bit when she was young. And the other day she was like, have you ever seen Father of the Bride? And I was like, not in its entirety. No so she was like let's do a double feature and we did we watched both in one night and i see why these films are so beloved
0: yeah and it was very fitting because i just got married until is, so it's kind of wedding season for both of us so it's our wedding year (laughs) and
1: uh yeah my wedding's coming up now in just four months and so uh it was kind of fun to be like let's just start watching movies with weddings in them and what's so funny about this this film i mean we've had other movies that deal with the parents, you know, you got Meet the Parents and, and different films where the parents have their input, but often they're not the central focus. They're usually, you know, the comedic kind of uh, nature in the background, you know, either with, you know, when are you going to have kids or like, here's the money, but and they're never really talking as a central focus. This took the concept of that and made the focus on the parents and specifically the dad. And Steve Martin, you know, I've, Cherished Steve Martin for such a long time, and him and Martin Short. I mean, it's just fun to kind of watch these films and think of them back in like what is quote unquote their heyday, yeah. And then to think of them now, like when we're watching Only Murders in the Building, it's like the two of them still have it. They still have that magic that makes. They just the had such a,
0: an amazing career together from these films to Three Amigos, and now like it's even though they don't have a ton of screen time, they're just a recipe for a, a good time, if you will, a good film.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, this movie is hilarious. I mean, both of them are the, the main concept of father, the bride is that his daughter has been in Rome for a few months and she's met a man who lives she's in young. She's just, how does she college? Yeah. She's 22, which <laughs> it's just so funny to some of the commentary of the time, you know, this is the early nineties, but what is considered like when you should get married compared to how a lot of people get married nowadays. But, uh, She comes home and, of course, he's so excited to see her and wants to, you know, let's go do a Lakers game. Let's go do this. And then you could tell she's just giddy with excitement to announce that she is engaged. And the way that they have Steve Martin just look like he's devastated is hilarious.
0: And, of course, he's he's narrating this whole thing, so it even adds to the humor because his...
1: Yeah, some of the best
0: facial expressions from Steve Martin's career are in these films.
1: <laughs> I mean, because he looks like he's either devastated or he'll, he'll do like a fake, like he's liking it. But yeah, his commentary is complete opposite. <laughs> and uh, of course, Diane Keene plays his wife. Uh, she's just so giddy and happy with excitement for her daughter. And then we do get to meet Brian. And uh, you could tell that there's just things that already are, are you know, <laughs> getting to him. Like when he's like, thanks, dad. And he's like, uh, he's calling oh he's dad. sitting like, there and, and brian yeah. has his
0: hand on her leg so he's yeah. like my daddy's little oh girl and he's God. just like, i'm gonna snap this little twerp in, in half. half so it's it is a like not only you're right the kind of this is you know early 90s is still that kind of like oh you have to i think the archaic rules of marriage and relationships still very different then but also the idea of like this is a father letting go of his daughter so it is a very that kind of protective nature of it
1: and there's some great moments where they'll do stuff where, like, he's looking at Annie and he sees like the four year old version of Annie, even though in front of him is now the young woman of Annie. And I, I do, I and mean, a lot of it is the heart, you know, I think he just wants the best for his daughter. And he's also thrown in the situation where what's so interesting about this movie, it's the nineties and obviously this is a very white family. They have a huge house. Like for what is modern day times house, they have a huge, huge house with this huge, especially where they are
0: in uh, California
1: (laughs) in California. He's got like an Aston Martin looking car. Like he's got this nice roadie car and Brian's parents have this giant mansion. And so he comments that like, Oh great. We're in the, you know, the rich territory. And I'm like, you are rich dude. Like you're wealthy or at least higher middle class. Like don't, don't claim like you don't have money. Uh, and of course, his business is like he's a—he's not Nike. He's got this other sports show, you know, factory that he runs. But I just thought it was funny. It was like he looks and he's—and even one point he's like, in the second movie, he's like, "We're gonna move." He's like, "Look at this dump," and they turn like the house has like a rainbow over it. <laughs> it's like all you know, because I'm like, yeah, it's a beautiful huge house. Um, I love the the parents of Brian are really funny, especially the dad, uh, played by Peter Michael Goetz. He just always gets so emotional about everything. He just starts weeping and crying about the littlest thing. Steve Martin is not a crier at all in these movies. It's it's he's hilarious.
0: also very um, he's very stingy, which also the huge you know humor comes when we introduce ourselves to the wedding planner, um, played by Martin Short, who plays Frank, um, who just which actually fun fact based off a real uh, famous uh, wedding coordinator, but you just he takes this character basically i think he's german as we're kind of led to believe but he just like he talks very fast and his accent is so weird that you are like with george i don't know what does he say What what's going on and then like wait how much is going to cost us <laughs> and it's just like it's and it's very fitting for us to appreciate that especially both of us planning our weddings and stuff and this is in the 90s Care how much it costs for certain stuff, and we're kind of like la- I'm like laughing at this even more now. I can appreciate the jokes.
1: And yeah, Martin Short, he's just like a a firecracker. I mean, he's just so fun to watch. And with B.D. Wong as his uh assistant. welcome to the nineties, Mister Bonks. <laughs> and B.D. Wong has like this ridiculous haircut, and and <laughs> it is funny because too. Yeah, traditionally you look at like you know a lot of times uh, people would say the 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 father of the bride or the bride's family would pay for the wedding, and and even though the groom's side has this vast wealth. Um, It is also that side of pride of like, look, we don't need help from these rich, you know, schmucks. I, we will figure it out, but it does come to points where, yeah, George uh, is freaking out about the prices of things. And my guy, one of the funniest scenes was he's thinking ways to save money. He goes up to the attic and he tries on his, uh, his wedding day suit, you know, from like 20 years prior. And he's, Steve Martin is trying to put on this extremely tight tuxedo, and he just keeps like having to put the pants up and get himself in. And at one point, the, the the jacket just perfectly rips, and you can tell it's just he's just getting so angry. And, and Martin Short is like, "Okay, I think he's getting upset now." Like you just see, <laughs> like Martin Short didn't have as much in the first film as I thought he would. He he does have a fair amount. But you could tell that the. He was such a popular character. They were like, we're going to utilize him a lot more when it came to the sequel. Yeah. And the sequel, I thought, was a smart way to continue this franchise is, well, you've had all the issues and the the stress and the commentary and the comedic hijinks of a wedding. Now what happens if, one, your Your grandfather for the first time is now going to have a child? uh what happens to you now and your you know grandfather and you know as you said earlier Taylor there's these moments where George is realizing that he has to let go he's no longer the most important person in his daughter's life yeah and now it's like now you're gonna be a grandfather so now it's also dealing with age and that was such a funny premise too of I mean at one point when when he got his hair dyed and he was trying to <laughs> act all cool, I was laughing my my tushy off. Uh, um yeah. quite hilarious cause he just thinks, you know, I should still be young and in my prime. And Diane Keen is very much like, George, we're old now. Like, you know, we're going to be grandparents. Just
0: accept it. Yeah.
1: Just accept it. And then we get the twist. That is quite hilarious that, uh, you know, that little hair dye situation leads to a little romp in the kitchen. And now Diane Keaton thinks she's going through menopause. But in fact, she is pregnant. So just the idea, too, of a comedic premise of your daughter is pregnant and at the same time your wife is pregnant. So they're both going to have a baby at roughly the same time. And there's that age difference, you know, and I, I would understand, you know, if it was like your first child, yeah, you're expecting your first child. If your parents were pregnant at the same time, you would feel so awkward about and it. And we're going to have a like, kid
0: around the same time. So it's a weird dynamic like your kid's going to be my younger brother, but also the uncle or aunt to my, it's like a weird, it's like kind of actually ahead of its time. You think of like modern family where that's at and what they've, you know, those kind of tropes. It was like, really like, and it's kind of funny too, to think like, okay, there was no way dying Keaton would have been pregnant man, but it, it's just kind of, the, let's take a concept and let's take it to the nth degree. And of course I love that. How do they fit Franck in? Well, oh, now he's doing wedding. He's doing um showers. Baby showers. And, yeah. And in yeah. fact that, you know, it was a clever way to keep him in there, and he gets to do even a lot more kind of stuff. And it's actually funny. They have some of these returning actors and actresses, like in the first scene when they're doing wedding bands or something, they have Eugene Levy is one little scene he's trying to sing. And then he comes in the next one. He's playing this guy um, who is wealthy, I guess Middle Eastern guy who buys George's house. He's like, hello, George. And like, so just kind of funny that, you know, they have some of these characters stuff coming back. But um yeah, the the whole thing is like, I love the coming of, Hey, this is, I'm getting older, but it's more like change is happening. I think that's the big thing George's character because he's the center of it. Change is going to happen whether we want it or not. And like every film he's very happy with his life. He's like, everything's great. Everything's grand. George, stop saying that the minute you say that everything gets crazy. So that's where they kind of lead into. And the second one gets even nuttier. Than the first
1: one, yeah, it's a lot funnier than the first one. I mean, the first one is funny. Don't get me wrong, but they play more to high, high strung, like high intense comedy, uh, especially the Franck because it's not just a baby shower. Now he's also designing this whole baby area. They're going to extend the house and make this whole, you know, the the crib area and the room for the baby. Um, so we get more of that, and it's just fun because you're now seeing him have to take care of. You know, Brian has a lot. Of A business outside the country um and so george is having to take care of both his heavily pregnant wife and heavily pregnant daughter uh which leads to hilarious moments where like they want the air conditioning like frigid in the house and he he's dressed up like an eskimo the two of them are just on the couch like you know and he's constantly getting takeout and different food and and he just never sleeps which leads to one of the, the, the best scenes of the movie was at some point, you know, he just looks like he's so tired and Frank's like, well, why don't you take one of my sleeping pills that I have? And it's like, uh, those are legal. He's like, not yet in the States, but you know, it'll, it'll do the trick. And he gives them two. Well, but he takes them both. Didn't he didn't tell them to take only one. He took both. So George sits down at the dinner table and he literally takes one bite of his food and then he just passes out into the table. And then also they're like, I think my water broke, and so now Annie and the mom, are, you know, they're trying to. Nina's going to go off to the, the hospital, and then it's like, well, who's going to drive us? And they look at Frank. He's like, "No, me. I I can't drive. I never, you know." And so he's, I mean, literally, this is where Martin shirt, like, such great comedy. Oh, so much good he's, physical comedy. Oh, he's I'm got Steve want. Martin like on his back. He's trying to like pull him, but he's, he's like walking, and he's, and he's like, walking. Oh, "I'm doing he's good." Like, and all of a sudden, he's like, "I can't do anymore." He's like crushing me (laughs) so because of course martin short is like half the height of steve martin so it's just like
0: oh even that one scene though before that when he's doing like the dance classes with the women he's like hello and he's like like he's like doing these high kicks and i was just like i literally wound that part so many times laughing hysterically but them trying to go and then they have like this very stereotypical like gangsters and they're like hey what's up and he's like we're very fine leave us alone and they finally get there and but it's really funny because they have this very adversarial relationship in the first one. And at the end, it's like, George, we are really bonding. And it's really cute, the relationship. Um, but eventually, you know, Steve Martin comes to uh, which is hilarious. He's just sitting there still out of it and they take and get a prostate exam. Like, <laughs> like, well, that woke him up. Um, but of course, yeah. Then their daughter's having the baby and then Brian gets there, but then it's so, you no, know, Nina's like, Oh, I'm so they're both going labor at the same time. And he's kind of going back and forth. And there's this really beautiful, sweet moment that when when both babies are delivered. Um, which also shout out to characters. We th- we got Rory, um, oh, Kieran Culkin here uh, early role before he's Roman Roy. It's funny to watch this uh, after Succession again, but um, we get this great thing with you know them coming home. He's like, now I've got a new daughter, and but it's like it's like almost like a final goodbye to his daughter. Like, hey, I'm, you know, I know you're still going to be there, but this is a new chapter of life. I have to accept it. And I get to see my granddaughter or my grandson, and then I have a now, or sorry, I have a daughter and I have a grandson. It's a whole new thing. And it's like, it's left on a very good positive note that we talk about heartwarming comedy. These are like funny, hilarious, but such heart to these, both these films.
1: Yeah, a lot of heart. And one of the elements I've loved of both films is uh, George and Annie connect a lot when they go outside and play basketball in the, the backyard um that's like their thing and that's where they not only they have, have fun with each other but they it's kind of like a place where they, they really connect as father and daughter and it was a cute moment at the end of the second film right before Brian and Annie about to head off with their son Annie gives a little gift to the dad it's like a little mini basketball oh and, and so just, cute. You, you know the, pulls the heartstrings you know but uh yeah it's one you know you, you yes we we discussed uh that you know during covid they did this little mini kind of not full father of the bride part father three, but bride part three point five yeah but it's you know the movie's now been remade or it you know there was which fun fact this is actually
0: remake of the original version which i did not realize both were remakes of like a 19 the first father of the bride was 1950 so i didn't realize that with elizabeth taylor and then the So you look at me do my research. (laughs) And then the second one, uh, father bride part two, um, that's actually based off of father's little dividend. It was like a 1951 film, um, which was the sequel to the original uh, father bride, but not seeing those and seeing what they've done with this. It's really great to see a remake that stood the test of time that over 30 some years, this is still one that people go back and revisit. And it's one of those highly rewatchable films but like you said, yeah, we had this little kind of reunion. It was really cute and kind of gave you like, we have a, we're have we in a time period where a lot of movies are having sequels or remakes. And they actually did come up with a father, the broad kind of remake from this with Annie Garcia, which I did not see. I heard, mm. but it's, it'd be interesting to see where they could take this next if possible, because we've never focused on the sun and that would be kind of cool. And they kind of did that yeah. as a joking uh, thing with the uh, COVID one, but who knows? But yeah, just- Great round of films. I've always loved these. Uh for me to go be back and rewatch these, still give these, you know, together. Um, you know, I give them the as a series a good solid nine out of ten. I honestly maybe contrary opinion or um controversial. I think the second one's funnier than the first one. That's just me. But hey.
1: No, I, I agree with that. Um, I think there's and what more, you think, yeah. I think there's more comedy overall in the second one. I think the first one kind of plays it safe in some ways. Um, you know, I think the craziest scene of the first one really would be uh when when the dogs are chasing him in the the mansion and he's falling off into the pool. Um that's a little bit of the hijinks there. But uh now the second one I think they they were like, we can go a little more broad with the comedy. We can do a little more goofy. Um and I think it plays to the strengths of the premise with the two of them being pregnant. But uh yeah, I would give nine out of ten for both these. I really laughed quite a lot uh especially steve martin and just his his dry sense of humor the faces he makes um and you know he's just a goofy dad you know he yeah he's been a goofy dad for you know several decades in different films but if you look at all the things he's ever done this is the top of the list of things that he's you know known remembered for it'd be like the jerk three amigos father bride one and two uh, and then you get into cheaper by the dozen. It's like cheaper by the dozen would have never worked had he not done Father the Bride before. No, this is definitely a good precursor to those films. To, you help. know, so um, yeah, I really enjoyed these films, and uh, especially with wedding season, they just uh, they, they mean a lot, and it's uh, fun to kind of think about all the different elements play into wedding season. So uh, definitely ones I'll be we, watching in the future. But uh, you too can now watch. Follow the Bride one and two. It's now streaming on Hulu, or you can find it you know, on digital or on DVD. And Disney and, Plus, actually, as well. Oh, okay, Disney Plus. And uh, that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at the Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and
0: more through our email. The Potential Podcast at yahoo.com. I'm your
1: host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.